and welcome to Buildings of Tomorrow. My name is John Lester and in this episode we'll be talking about how community and collaboration can positively affect our user productivity. I'm joined today by Francisca Dolak, an Innovation Manager at Siemens Smart Infrastructure. Francisca, thank you for joining us. <laughs> Thanks for having me again, John. My absolute pleasure. We've talked <laughs> about different dimensions of productivity and how mm -hmm. we've had to change our understanding of this topic. Uh, the third dimension is community and collaboration. Can you explain to us what this means? Yeah, I'm, uh, that's actually one of my favorite ones, I have to say. <laughs> it's good to have favorites. We <laughs> yes, like this. always, yeah, because then you're really passionate about yeah, it. Of course. And I think passion is exactly um, one of the aspects that's very important when we look at the topic of uh, community and collaboration, mm -hmm. because we found a lot that, that people are really looking into um, organizations um, that serve a certain purpose and where potentially even this organizational purpose is fitting well with my own personal purpose. Um, and uh, so seeing that, there's also then obviously a question for not only being able, how can we attain and attract these types of talents, but also how can we keep them within the company and really make sure that they have everything they need to live up to their full potential. Is that a combination of a company's external social responsibility, but also their, their corporate goals and their, mm -hmm. their direction? I think it could be corporate social responsibility. That would be a very concrete example of an organization. Could be really the business focus, right? Um, whatever the company is doing, let's say buildings, and you're super passionate about buildings, and maybe you have some uh, real estate on your own, whatever it is, but right, that's something that has always fascinated you of you know, driving that. And for me personally, I think my purpose is, first of all, about empowering others, as well as um, changing how people live and work in buildings. So that I have found somewhat a common ground here um, in our own organization. Yeah. And I think that's what it's about. And, and that's often sometimes, I mean, as an employer, I can partly influence uh, depending on, you know, what are the values we are living um, and, and are really bringing to life in yeah. here, what's the corporate uh, focus. But there's also obviously an aspect of me as someone thinking about, will I join this company or that one? I have to see, right, how, how could that potentially align? And this is where the community comes into it, because if you are sitting in a group of 100 people and you're the only one that cares, <laughs> yeah. it probably doesn't feel or give you the yeah. feeling that you're looking for. So community is a driver for this. Yes, 100%. So it's really about connecting to like-minded people, exchanging ideas, but also really finding the right person for uh, the right challenge that really can help me out. And there we've also seen that communities are really becoming a part of skill driving skill building in the organization mm -hmm. where you might have, let's say, a learning organization somewhere in that organizational context. But it's really about, I mean, I have a skill in design thinking, so why can't I offer that? So give me a platform where I can put that out there and say, hey, I'm taking two hours time and I'm super happy to share with anyone else who wants to learn more. Mm -hmm. So really, how can also this community grow not only together, but grow as a whole in terms of elevating certain values and skills that you need um, to become bigger. Yeah. But having said that, there's obviously also a lot of uh, challenges around that. Yeah, well, my next question, which is a tough one, is <laughs> sounds amazing. How do we make it happen? What's the driver behind creating these communities? Um, so I think uh, a lot is, is around people, uh, people and purpose. I think that that needs to fit and it needs to be honest. So me just saying, you know, because I see that maybe lots of my employees, they're all about sustainability and that's becoming a force. And I'm now proclaiming, oh, let's do sustainability. But it's more kind of a word of mouth rather than, you know, an actual attention that is obviously harmful. Um, on the other end, I think you need really driving forces and you always need to get to a critical mass of people yeah. um, that then really have a chance to to come together around a line around a shared purpose um, and then make something happen. So it's also, I think, a lot about providing the freedom 
and the headspace and maybe even like a protected space yeah. for people to think freely and just being able to do something than rather having to ask for permission. And they're buzzwords to a certain extent, but it <laughs> sounds like you say that you have to, you have to set the stage mm -hmm. from a top-down perspective, but then mm -hmm. the real activity and, and the, the honest yeah. Uh, actual substance to this approach comes from yeah. from the bottom up or yeah. from comes from the the peers the colleagues and the people working mm -hmm. day to day within yeah. the industry yeah and i mean we also just talked about space right and i think the physical space also plays a very important role for that so it's first of all finding the right place for the right task at the right moment in time yeah. fitting my purpose of my job or, or personal whatever it is um, in addition to that, we've also seen it's it's super difficult for people to collaborate in a building where everyone can basically freely choose a desk where I say, hey, you know, I want to collaborate, but I'm actually don't know if you're in today and where you are sitting. So how can people collaborate um, that actually basically first have to find each other? <laughs> yeah, that's an interesting point because we, we see a lot of changes in, in the office space in particular and these new ways of working and flexibility and and. Much of this is driven by controlling costs and getting the most value out of your physical floor mm -hmm. space, but it presents challenges. Yeah. So we're, the changes that we're making are positive in some aspects, but mm -hmm. also create more, more barriers for yeah. us to actually collaborate effectively. Yeah. But we've really seen there as well. So we've done a lot of research that really this investment you take into technology um, and, and interfaces potentially even of really navigating especially those challenges or providing a platform for us to exchange for myself to offer something um, that you're potentially looking for or you being able to find me because I'm an expert in something um, mm. to a question or have experience in that that, that you're currently looking into. Um, there's really a very clear return on invest that this investment in technology is ye really ye yielding um, additional productivity in your empl employees. So that's... Uh to, to get over those barriers, make a stronger connection between the building and the people to yes. facilitate or enable the process that you're trying to achieve. Yeah, and that's obviously then, once again, if you, you continue thinking it through, also putting very different aspects in terms of what flexibility is needed in the building to really adhere to those also potentially changing demands. Mm. Perfect. Thank you very much for your time. Thank you. And thank you all for joining us here on Buildings of Tomorrow. Please feel free to comment, like, or share this episode, and also ensure to subscribe on this channel. We'll see you again soon. <laughs>